0: Frontier League tonight with Jack, Nick, Jeremy, Bob, and field reporter Dan. Welcome to the show. Let's play ball.
1: What is up, Frontier League fanatics? It's Bob in the studio along here with Jack, Demma, Dan, and of course, Jeremy Snuppel. Uh, we're gonna discuss our predictions for the new season, and uh, what do you guys got to say about that.
0: Just talking baseball. Talking baseball. What else is there to do? What talk baseball?
1: Talk <laughs> baseball
0: is correct. Um, Special shout out to our boy Rooster Dudley. Rooster Dudley, we did the preview for him. Hashtag no. corn. Hashtag corn, get it trending. <laughs> it's actually trending worldwide right now, along with uh, hashtag Ted Cruz sex scandal. She's a mess. She's a mess. mess.
2: She's a mess. You know what? Corn's tremendous, though. Some tremendous stuff. Can't go wrong with corn. I've been a fan of corn for as long as I can remember. I am the
0: least person that would be against corn. You gotta be honest. The first time I had corn, I
1: think it was 2006, it was July. And uh, my life hasn't been the same since. It's just pulverizing. (laughs)
0: Great stuff right there. It's tasty stuff. Tasty stuff tasty like this, stuff. this episode. Hashtag tasty, tasty. stuff. Get it trending. Tasty. Alright, uh so what do you guys have to say? <coughs> first let's talk about what happened last well, welcome season. Back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is our first
2: time back on the air. Let's go. Yeah. It's our
0: first non off it's like our, it's not off season episodes, a preseason episode. Yeah. Pre-season yeah, period. we're getting we're getting into it. This is the first pre season episode, pre season preview. It's it's getting that time in this in the year this. Trees are blooming, balls are being hit, and the Schaumburg Boomers are going to win a championship. Is that your prediction, early on in the episode? We'll get to that later. Ooh. So, Dan, field reporter, how have your field reports been in Indiana? You know what? It's it's, it's tough. You know, it, There's
2: not a lot going on in Indiana. It's not the same as uh, you know, our studio headquarters here in, in uh, Chicago, Illinois. It's tough, but... Uh, they're coming along, and uh, we'll have some uh, some field reports coming up later in the year. It's going to be nice. I know you've be nice. been in uh,
0: contact with some Frontier League officials and working the phones. You know, I'm pulling some Adam Schefter. I got my five Blackberries going all the time, and uh, you, you know, know, we've been we've us here in uh, Chicago and Normal and uh, De Pere, Wisconsin, which does not have a Frontier League team yet. Unfortunately, yeah, you couldn't have picked a school that like. Nowhere close to any frontier league action whatsoever. I'm sorry. That's you dropped the ball on that I one. I dropped the ball on that one. At least me and Jeremy are in normal. I am personally, personally I am I'd say ten minutes walking away from the corn crib. I get past the corn crib every day. When I drive to the apartments. It's beautiful? It's a beautiful stadium, I'll tell you what, it's right next to a trailer park. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. You what could you ask for? Beautiful, beautiful. But tremendous. 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 We've been in contact with a lot of Frontier League officials, a lot of Frontier League players. Billy. Uh, Billy, speaking of which, boys, I got something for you. These came in the mail. You're uh 2016 Frontier League VIP passes. Wow. No way. There
1: we go. There we go.
0: I love our five. Yeah,
2: I love the five. This is fantastic. This is it's unbelievable. Is tremendous. This stuff. is just tremendous. Are you wow, kidding Nice,
0: nice job on oh these. Oh Bill Lee had made these, didn't he? He did. <laughs> this is straight out of the commissioner's office right here. They're on cardstock. You just got to sign your names on them. Uh, there's a pen right there. Tremendous. This is just tremendous. So, that
2: um, was going first. Uh, I think I might be tearing up a little bit here. This is. Oh, this boy. Is Dan, oh. you need some tissues? I might need some tissues for Dad. Come on. Cause I'm sorry. My Pring- <laughs> I mean, I know I've made it now. <laughs> I print. we we've made. Should, it.
0: We, should we? Should we? Should we? Maybe not wallet it, laminate it, hole punch, and wear it. it could be. Well, it's you gotta sign it first. I know, but depends <laughs> not clicking. Technical difficulties. <laughs> I mean, technical difficulties. If
3: anyone out there is wondering if it, it is wallet accessible. So. Anytime I could just pull this bad
0: boy right, off. So him. I get pulled over by the cops and so go, here I'm a oh, here's oh, here's my baseball. Baseball. Here's report, VIP pass. Oh, front oh, the Frontier League. Print or, sign, or... Let's printer sign. Let's printer sign? Let's take a vote on this. printer sign? It's a big deal. I would say sign, but. On a I don't Print. I, I don't think our
3: names are like, known enough. To, <laughs> yeah, we're honestly, not, yeah. yeah, we're not autographed.
0: We don't <laughs> have votes on the Frontier League Hall of Fame yet. Yeah. Not, not yet. Not yet. It's only a matter of time. First non players to make it. Well, Jeremy might be a player one day. Jeremy, you're gonna play in the Frontier League. That's that's honestly my dream.
2: <laughs> Could there be a higher honor than we'll the play, play in the Great Frontier League tonight?
0: For Frontier the great League,
2: team. I should say. While well, the the highest honor is reporting for Frontier League tonight, second highest is <laughs> playing in
0: the Frontier League. What's better than being a reporter, like? Come on! I love I love being a reporter. Person. I love I love this thing. I just love it. I love the show. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. It's
3: a gift from God, and the acceptance and worth we, we've just been getting from the fans is just
0: nothing short of incredible. We just Awful. we made great deals with Bill Bill Billy seems like a guy who read out of the deal. Oh yeah, totally. So let's actually talk baseball. Oh, let's talk talk ball. Now that we're done reminiscing. Let's get down to the brass tacks here. So. Uh, obviously, changes have happened in the Frontier League this off-season. Two teams have left. The uh, Frontier League Grays and the Rockford Aviators are no longer with us. RIP Grays, that's been a team that's been a standing tradition in the Frontier League. Can we get a moment of silence for them? Let's get them a moment of silence for the, right. for, for the fall. All right, that's good. that, that suffices Um... The Greys, they've been a staple in the Frontier League. Uh, they've moved a lot, but usually there's usually a team called the Greys in the Frontier League. So uh, that's something that kind of took the league by storm. But you remember on our Billy episode, he did say he roots for the Greys. Yes. They are his team. So oh. I'm yeah, tired. if they won the
3: Frontier League Championship, would he, his name go on the trophy as the team's
0: owner?
2: I assume so. so He's specifically on the.
0: No, he doesn't. It's the league On team. League-owned. They don't have a home stage. But technically, because he is the commissioner, <coughs> that's the true. The head yeah. of the league. So the Frontier league. league Cup would go to Billy. Because I remember that
3: question being raised when the Phoenix Coyotes, now the Arizona Coyotes,
0: were. I think they're still won by the NHL, right? I think so. If they won the Stanley Cup, would Gary Bettman's name go in the Stanley Cup? The well, Billy is a much more respected individual oh, than yeah. Gary Bettman. Oh yeah. Indeed. They're not even in the same league. Not even. They're not a even. league of their own. It's as would say. Past uh, versus some Canadian stuff. So. And Gary Bettman's a weasel. Who's Gary Bettman? Yeah. He's a nobody. Any, anyways, uh, so there are two teams out of the Frontier League. Um, oh. We're back at Even twelve teams now. Yes. With restructuring of
3: divisions, with different teams that were playing in the East last year
0: now playing in the West and vice versa. So, that raises the question. Who do you see is the most complete team in this league? What team has that spark on it that can go the extra mile? What team can uh, perform under pressure? What team can ultimately bring home championships?
1: Is that a real question? There's only one team that can win. There's only one complete team. The team that has the greatest rotation that I have ever seen in the history of the sport of baseball. The team that is the greatest lineup I have ever seen in all my years of watching baseball. Do you guys want to know what that team is? I, team
2: have an is ide- that? I have an idea,
1: but I'm going to love to you what say What team it. is that? The Evansville Otters. I agree the with Evansville you, doing The Evansville Otters. The Evansville
0: Otters. I agree with you, Bob. Bob, you're pretty sold high on this Evansville Otter team. This is a team last year that really choked in the playoffs, one could say. Um, what makes you think that this year's going to well, be any choked different?
3: Choked on the stretch. I mean, they did they not
0: make the playoffs? No. No. Oh.
3: Choked on the stretch of the playoffs. They were one game away, I believe, right behind the corner Freedom.
0: Now, I mean, what makes you think this year's going to be any different? Because this is the year. This is the year of the Otters.
1: I don't. I'm not here to talk about the past. It's about now. You got to look at that line. You got to look at that rotation. So what? They choked down the line. Who hasn't? So.
2: I got you, man. I, I Thank hear you. you
1: loud and clear. Thank you, Field Reporter Dan. I and I have loud my loud. sources down in Romeoville, Illinois. They're telling me the Evansville Otters are on the cusp of making a blockbuster deal. And it's only a matter of time before the news is broke. And it will change the whole complexion of this team. So you're saying you have sources. <laughs> I have sources, yes.
0: That the Evansville Otters are about to make a blockbuster deal.
1: Yes, it is called the greatest deal in the history of sports. I, that's all I can say at this time.
0: So, wow, yes, that's tremendous. Wow, that is tremendous. That was that's something there, Bob. Nick, who do you got winning the twenty sixteen Frontier League Cup? The Evansville Otters. Ooh, we got two for the Otters
2: on the program. Two for the
0: Otters. Here's the Otters. Are- Really favorites. Why, why I, do you think? I feel
2: like they're just making all the correct moves, as Bob said. You know? Schultz, you know, had a high batting average <laughs> last year, you know, him leading this team.
0: That well enough said right there. Enough said. Field reporter Dan, you're you're always on the road. You're in Indiana. The otters play in Indiana. Obviously you've you've been in contact with otters people. Do you think the otters can win the championship this year? You know, I've, I've talked to officials within
2: Evansville and in the, in the organization. They're, they're very confident in, uh, in the championship this year. However, I, I can't – my allegiance is always and will always be with the Tripper City Beach Bombs. you know. They got Jose Vargas coming back, Brandon Jacobs anchoring in the middle of the lineup, just, just standing strong, and they got uh, – they're just going at it. They're just going strong, and, um, you know, their pitching rotation is going to be solid. Pitching coach, uh, you know Ricky Van Asselberg is going to be—he's working his guys, and they—they got a top-notch rotation, and I, I see them going all the way this year. It's going to be—it's going to be a fun year. It's going to be a fun year.
3: Jeremy, as deep as other teams may be, like the Southern Illinois Miners, the Florence Freedom, and the Traverse City Beehives, my heart lies in the Normal torn Belters. Rooster. Yes, he did, did lose Pat McKenna, who, which I'm really not that sad about since, you know, I think it's known by now that he's not my favorite. He's, he's now in Lincoln.
0: Playing for the Salt Dogs. I guess good luck, not really, but... It's not like Pat ever listened to the show. Oh, yeah.
3: But there were 16-36 last year. Brooks Carey, just one heck of a manager. They're returning their, their key guy in, Roost, in Rooster Dudley, Aaron Dudley. Shout out to him. I don't know why you unfollowed me on Twitter, by the way. Wow, that's a shame. Mark Mikowski, their star outfielder, is back. Oh, what a guy right there. Their two best starting pitchers, and Kevin Johnson and Michael Swice, are back. So are their two best relief pitchers, and Gracio Cost and race Parmenter. They're also back, so this team returned a lot from an already good team. And I think it'll be a fun summer and normal at the corn, at the corn crew.
0: Now, Jeremy, uh, speaking of Pat McKenna, there's no doubt that Pat McKenna was a staple of the league and the Corn Belters. I mean, he was the league leader in many categories. He was a team leader. Um, the Corn Belters released this statement when they traded him on their official Instagram page that we would be uh, more than happy to have Pat on the roster, but... Pat McKenna was getting too old to play in the league and they traded him away. What do you say to that organization? Does that sound like something a professional organization would say to their fans? That, 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 does that even sound like a professional? Can you hear the phone in the background, guys? The Bob, phone? Is our that phones your are off I the I think
1: hook. I'm getting word about this deal coming out of Evansville. Give me one moment, please. Hi, ah, yes, Bob from Frontier League Tonight. How's it going? Our phones are just going up the hook here in our studios.
2: Frontier League tonight... We're Breaking news stories here.
1: It's They're not going to make that deal. Come on. Watch. Don't
0: bullshit a bullshitter. Bob, okay, Bob's a clean show.
1: Bob's ext- I'm sorry, I get a little enthusiastic. Yeah, about you need to here. step out of the room and do that. Excuse me, I
0: can't. Unbelievable, guys. You, this is just breaking news stuff coming on right here. But, Jeremy, back go ahead. Back is point. that something that you think a team, a professional organization would say to their players, to their fans? That statement? Does that sound like a professional just do? A professional sports
3: franchise like the normal Corn Belters are, would be up front like that to their fans and tell their fans that this guy's too old, he can't play with us anymore, goodbye. You know what? I was thrilled by the move. Pat McKenna, he was taking the light away from other players He was taking the light away from other players like Aaron Dudley, Grace Parmenter, all those guys. But you know what?
0: those guys can outshine in normal Illinois. Now, Jeremy, uh, we have quotes from fans in normal who say, normal baseball, quote-unquote. I feel like that's something you should let a fan say. Criticizing a beloved player like that as he leaves after all he did for the team just seems a bit classless. Even if Pet was too old by your standards, the fans obviously liked him. I know he was the only reason I went to a game last year, and I won't be coming this year. What do you have to say to the, that fan? Those are powerful words, but, you know, the team was
3: up front. I mean, the, yeah, they issue, the issue about they the age decisions. is one we've talked to the yeah. commissioner about. Yeah, personally talked to the commissioner about it. I mean, yeah, he's too old. That's the fact of the matter. I mean, he can no longer play or be too old to play soon, but, I mean, the organization was very up front, and... You know, I
0: really—that's what I really respect about the Belters Buff in this situation. Well, those are some uh, empowering words, to the Belters. I'm sure Belters fans and players will be happy to hear you say that. Now, now, what is your prediction for the twenty sixteen Frontier League season? You know, I've given a lot of thought. Um, this is this is a tough decision because honestly, I respect almost every team in the Frontier League. These are uh, guys that come out and play because they want to play. They're guys that uh, love the game and they want to get that extra uh, extra boost in their uh, resume so they can make a Major League roster and I respect all that. The underlying fact here in this league is you need to win a championship. You can't be having a bad season. And last season the Schaumburg Boomers had a bad season by their standards. Um, hosting the All-Star Game might have been something to do with it. I mean, taking a lot of energy away from players and such. But this is, we need to look at this team as a team that went back-to-back in 13 and 14. This is a team that dominated the league. I'm pretty sure no other team in Frontier League history has done that demo. Fact-check that for me right now. Has any other team gone back-to-back... 07-08 Thunderbolts. 7 that was squad right there. That was a squad. Do they win again? No. This is a team that has potential to win again in fifteen. To win again in sixteen. They didn't win in fifteen. My bad right there. That would be
2: the Beach Bums, who are going for a repeat. Who I believe can repeat as chances.
3: I mean, with. I mean, with guys like y- Yazzie Arbello, Jose Vargas, Brandon J. Vargas
2: is just an anchor in the middle. I mean, of the J. and the ten-year The
3: others last.
2: They
1: brought in new coach, Ricky Van Asselberg, to help strengthen
0: this 10 year anniversary, rotation. Nick, that's destiny. That's destiny right there. We have two conversations going on at the same time. Dan, what were you saying?
2: Ricky Van Asselberg, the, the, the bum just brought in to strengthen their pitching core. They're, they're, pushing the, they're really pushing for a repeat in 2016, which I believe they can do. I believe they can do that. But, Dan, how do you feel about the loss of
3: Reggie Lawson?
2: I mean, that hurts a lot. Our, we got a lot of players who can fill that void, though, you know. We got a lot of players you can fill the void, and I still believe
0: that they can repeat. Demo, what were you saying about them? Uh, Ten-year anniversary since the Otters, you know, won. So maybe that's something there. But back maybe to my like point. 10 years. Back to my point. So Schaumburg is a team that's rebuilding. I don't see them winning the championship next year. That's the shocker that I was getting to. Obviously, they're my boys. They're still my boys. Jordan Dean's my boy. Jordan Dean is going to go out in this league as a champion. But it's just not going to be this year. Maybe make a playoff push. They're going to improve. Now the team that I see winning the Frontier League Championship this year is the Gateway Grizzlies. Gateway Grizzlies, huh? Whoa, boy! Could be the shock of the episode here. Let's let's hear what he has to say. I mean, we're looking at a team in Gateway that obviously lost players. They were all lost from Rol- Rolando Gomez last year. It was their only All-Star. But... You got to look at their team in the outfield. Now, I I cannot say enough good things about this outfield, but mostly Blake Brown. Blake Brown, in my opinion, is one of the most complete players in the Frontier League, and he's going to prove that this season. This season, Blake Brown is going to be unstoppable. This he's guy is. MVP, this guy is the real deal, and I'm picking him for MVP. I think, under his leadership, this Gateway Grizzlies team, with their outfield, which is, uns- which is just fantastic. It's tremendous. They also got Madison Beard, Cody Livesley, Richard Siegel, Edwin Drexler, and Sam Fisher in the outfield. It's a pretty good outfield, if you ask me. Then you look at their pitching rotation. Any news? One, one moment, please. Hold on. Hold that thought, Gateway Grizzlies fans. We're receiving word on New Frontier League updates. I was Twitter-like, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> someone liked our Twitter. Okay. <laughs> now you look at this pitching rotation. This is also a pitching rotation that can take you deep into the season. We all know the West is competitive. You could say the West isn't as competitive as the East. You could, you could make that argument. I, I don't agree with that. But I think Gateway has a team that can easily squeak into the playoffs and make a big run. And that's why I'm picking the Grizzlies as my Frontier League preseason champions. I mean, look at the Beach ones last year. I mean, they didn't have the best record that, was, that went to the
3: minors. But, you know, they got hot at the right time and they just coasted through the playoffs. All the way
0: to a Frontier League championship. Now, speaking of great players, Bob, who do you say your Frontier League 2016 MVP is?
1: Well, my pick this year for the MVP, it's got to go for Julio Rodriguez of the Evansville Otters, who was recently signed this past November. And Rodriguez is young. He's 26. Last year he batted 279 with one home run. I mean, the one home run. you know No one's really looking at this guy for home runs. So... Uh, He played for the Grays, and the Dominican Republic native spent his first five seasons as a professional in the Detroit Tigers organization, and three with the affiliates of the Kansas City Royals. So the guy has experience under his belt.
0: And you think this is a new guy that can really go the extra mile for the Otters and bring home a championship? You're absolutely right, yes. How do you think he's going to adapt to playing in Indiana? places?
1: Well, it's very difficult. environment, to say the least, about Indiana, but this guy, he has the experience. I mean, he's got, he's got the credentials behind him, so I, I'm sure he'll be fine to adapt to the Indiana
0: playing environment. Emma, who you got? Blake Brown. Blake Brown? You want to elaborate why, or... I mean, you kind of talked for, like, a minute on him. I don't know what else I could bring up. All right, that's luster reporting right there, Danny. How about you? I gotta go with Brandon Jacobs
2: of the Bums. You know, he was in the uh, top toward the top of leaderboards in home runs last year. He led he led his team with a three hundred and twenty average, and I think he's just coming on. He's going to be on a tear this year. You know, he's just going to come out. He's going to have a great year. I think he's going to have a fantastic, tremendous year. He'll lead his, his team in offensive categories yet again this year, and and it'll be
3: fantastic. That will be the MVP, Jeremy. Aaron Rooster-Dudley, the starting first baseman for the West Division in last year's All-Star Game, I think he'll have a big year this year. Without, With the lack of Pat McKenna, um, I think he'll, he'll truly shine and normal uh, this summer. I mean, last year he hit 346 with 10 home runs, just a doubles machine with 26. That led the team. Uh, you know, I think he's going to, like, Stop that up, and he'll just have a great year, and he'll take the Frontier League MVP for twenty sixteen. Did we ever figure out why his nickname is Rooster?
2: No. no. Should we? We'll Aaron W. Why out. is your uh, is your
0: nickname is Rooster? We'll have to reach out to him and we'll figure that out. Well, it's a fan we right? know he's a fan of the program. We know he's, yeah, he's a big fan. Right we just yeah. You know. Well, back to Blake Brown. This is a guy I can't talk enough about. Blake Brown. He's from University of Missouri, and he was drafted originally by the Atlanta Braves. Um, Blake Brown is a guy who played for three different teams in the Braves organization, meaning I assume he played A, Double A, AA, and Triple A. Uh, never got that call to come up to the majors, but last year in the Frontier League, he batted only. He had a pretty lackluster batting average. Wouldn't you say so, Jeremy? At two sixty one. Yeah, that's. But it that could be improved, though. That's something he can work on. But you got to look at the big picture here. This is a guy who hit 22 home runs last year. Why wasn't he in home run derby? The power potential is there. This is a guy that we could be talking about as the next Barry Bonds of the Frontier League. When you knock, when you bat, hit, knock out 22 and you drive in 60, you're, you're a big-time bat. People yeah. are going to want to yeah. walk you. That's why I think Blake Brown is going to be Frontier League MVP. This guy has unmatched power in the Frontier oh, League. Oh, yeah size of course, like a Taylor Ard, but you know, Taylor Ard is now with the Miami yeah. Marlins, so congratulations! Congratulations, dude, and a lot of guys actually
3: in the MLB from the last season, but congratulations to all of them. Let's just you know, clap it up. Well, another interesting topic just around baseball in general is the Adam LaRoche situation. If you do not know, the, he has formally uh, walked away from baseball from the Chicago White Sox after, um, you know, just issues with his son being in the clubhouse and, like, the team front office not being totally fine with that. So being a family-first guy, and he decided to walk away. Just an, uh, a developing story, though, out of the frontier related to this is the normal corn belters have extended an invitation to Adam LaRoche to be their first, their first base coach, third base coach, or third base coach, or hitting coach. And his son will also have a position within the organization for all 48 home games. Now, what do you guys think about this? I
0: think that's quite an be, offer. It's quite an offer, and I think it'd be a good move for. The Corn are seeing Adam LaRoche as much as I despise him and utterly hate him. He he is an MLB All-Star, and that's a guy who knows how to hit a ball. I mean, potentially you make this guy your hitting coach.
3: Or your third-base coach or your first-base coach.
0: You're going to be seeing a... This brings good experience in the club. Yeah, brings experience in the clubhouse. Could never have enough Major League experience.
3: Plus, I heard Drake is just a... Drake oh, is a delight in notch. the club. Chris Sale like, just had nothing but kind words to say about him. Him
2: had Eaton as well. Yeah. Nothing but great things to say. He's a leader. He's a leader of clubhouse. A grinder. I mean. He's a grinder. He'll, a be leader, a he'll be a Frontier League 14 player.
3: 14-year-old Drake LaRoche is, La is a
2: great leader in a Major League clubhouse.
3: Drake LaRoche is the future of the Frontier League. Can we
0: all agree on
2: this?
3: Right. Drake LaRoche is going to be a Frontier League player. Can I just bring up, what was he doing in a Major League uh,
0: clubhouse? in? I've large? seen... I've he, seen... I've seen Major League more than one of Adam Roche has
2: said he doesn't believe in in, a school, you know. He just wants his kid to learn from him in a Major League clubhouse. He doesn't really go to school, so, you know, if that's what you're going to do, that's what you're going to do.
0: I've seen the 90s hit comedy, Major League, more than once, and I've seen what goes on in a Major League clubhouse, (laughs) and uh, I don't know if that's best for an impressionable 14-year-old boy.
3: Because I know, like, the players are complaining to front office that they they had to wash their language. Jimmy
0: Rollins... Well, I mean, Admiral Roche is also a weird Jesus for you. Yeah. yeah. True. But he hunts, like, constantly. It's weird. Um. You I mean, like, between the paths?
3: Hunts? No.
0: He's, he hunts constantly.
3: He
2: goes <laughs> right out. He
1: goes right out there. He
2: takes his rifle, goes right on 35th Street. Madrid. He goes nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it'd be good to have... Admiral Roche, you know, he'll bring some stability to the normal corn belters and... It would be. They would I be think fools. we have enough stability. I they mean, when fools. you lose your
0: leader and Pat McKenna, you replace him with. They'd be
2: not right. to extend an offer to him.
0: You replace a leader yeah. like Pat McKenna with a leader like Drake LaRoche.
2: Well, it might be a shot in the dark for them. You know, maybe it'll.
3: Maybe he'll come to the town. Maybe he, They have enough leaders in that club, also with Santiago Torino, uh, Rooster Dudley, of course, Mark McCaus, Kevin Johnson, Ray's Parmater. I mean, come on, they have enough guys in that. They have enough quality guys. I don't. Like this ploy by the Corn Belters at all. You I think, think it's, it's a publicity I think done? it's promotion at, at its finest, to be honest with you. Well, they're getting their name out there. That's what they're doing. They're getting I, there. I can't blame them, but I don't like it, to be honest. I like the way they, they treated the Pam McKenna thing, but, you know, I'm not a big fan of how they're treating this, so just letting you know. All
0: right. No any belters. other comments?
3: I don't know. I just myself. I I think you could
2: have. If it's, you you try to get as much major league experience in your club as possible. So as from a coaching standpoint, this would not be. a... From a publicity standpoint, yeah, this is a, this is this is a ploy. But from a coaching standpoint, this is a this is an okay move. Just I mean, this is never going to happen.
0: No, realistically.
2: No, we don't know about that. It's it's, it's, it's a very small percent chance of it happening. But still, you might as well throw if it out if there. If
3: you guys are interested in what. Uh, the Cornbelters manager Rick Carey said. He said that uh pretty much my phone just died, so I can't like get it right off the bat. But he pretty much said we were a family oriented, oriented organization. We'd love to have Adam a family oriented guy in the clubhouse with us, and you know, it's I, I mean I, I can see I can see the appeal behind it,
0: but I'm just not a big fan of it to be honest. So I mean, any other comments or stories coming out on the front Bob, how you were on the phone. Let's hear that. What was what happened on the phone?
1: oh uh, you know you know what happened in you know, you guys know what happens in this sport. deals start, deals end, and um, this Evansville Otters deal that I heard from my pretty accurate source back in Romeoville is the word is coming in that the deal has fallen through.
0: Now Romeoville, for those unfamiliar, is a uh, neighborhood close to Joliet, home of the slammers. Yes. Um one could speculate that this is a uh, is your, is your uh, source in any way uh, working with the Slammers? Was this a uh, Slammers-Otters deal that was about to go on? Or I cannot disclose come any in information.
1: can't comment on that. Can't comment? I, can ma- I cannot make any comment on that. At the, at the time. At the time. At the time. Is there still any... Uh, it would
2: be journalistic
1: malpractice for him to say. Is there any
0: chance this deal goes through?
1: You know what? Anything could happen in the sport. What, what, what
0: do you see? What? Give me a percentage.
1: I see a deal happening. Not anytime soon, but it will be happening within the next couple months. All
0: right.
3: All right. The tryouts for the Frontier oh, yeah. League are in, a, I think, less than a month. Oh, yes. I believe they are the 24th and 25th at the Corridor Crib, so we should come out and watch. We, we should, should go try out. And try out. We should.
0: Open tryouts. I'll, I'll bring my glove down to normal. I'm about to make my way over there. I
3: please. read that uh, Major League Scouts are actually going to be in attendance, so mm-hmm. like, if one guy gets lucky, enough, know, if he... You can find some play the
2: for a Major League line. franchise. This could be the opportunity of a lifetime for some young players. Yeah. I know we have a lot of college
0: <laughs> players that uh, listen to our show, so... If you can, make your way down. All of you at Alma College in Michigan, the where Jordan Dean actually assistant coaches... All you Eureka players, <laughs> all of you Illinois State players, you Purdue players, you uh, make your way over, Lewis University players, they're Saint they're Norbert's team. College, make your way on over Do, uh, normal to Normal
2: f- to see if you can launch your career. It could be the moment of your life. Yeah, I mean,
0: even if you don't go majors, it's you know to the MLB. So still got the Frontier League, and you just keep improving. Anything could happen in this league. That's the real beauty of the Frontier League.
3: You can just stay and keep working on your game, but, I mean, until you're 27, of course, but.
0: I mean, doors open Frontier League tonight. We, we are more than happy to accept former players as members of Frontier League tonight. More than happy. More than happy. If any former player wants to join Frontier League tonight... Morgan Bor- Burkhardt, if he just came out of nowhere and said, Hey, guys, I want to... Morgan Burkhart, Hall of Famer right there. pretty sure he's a Rita guy, isn't he? What a Hall of Fame guy
3: right there. Like Brent Seabrook?
0: Yeah, like Brent Seabrook. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anyone just came up to us, a former player, and I was like, Here's my resume. What can I do for Frontier League tonight? I'd be like,
2: I'll find something for you. We can always use contributors to the program. We
0: we need a new insight into the league, we can definitely use some former players. Speaking of which, insight into the league, I have, uh, I've been talking to a couple news anchors out in Michigan. In a small town, not really a small town, more of a medium-sized town in Michigan called Jackson, Michigan. I've been in contact with their sports reporter. Not Jackson, Mississippi, where uh, the crew actually traveled to On the road. I think you had a miscommunication with me when I said Jackson M I. Oh yeah, yes. Ended up going to Jackson, Mississippi instead of Man. Jackson, Michigan. It didn't trust change. me, that was a mistake. There is <laughs> nothing in Jackson, Mississippi, let me tell you. Anyways, I've been in contact with Matt Wenzel, who is the sports reporter for the Jackson Citizen Patriot and ML Live. And I mean his profile picture is him and Bo Jackson. Um greatest athlete of all time. Recently, we found an article written about Jackson and the possibility of a Frontier League expansion team coming there. Now, I've been talking to Matt, and he said, and I quote, It's been a couple of months since the last update on the project, and I've been busy on with a lot of other things. But I, I'll see if there's anything new. Always seemed like a long shot, but you, you know if they can find the money, it's a possibility. And uh, he's... Getting us in contact with a man named Dan Dubois. Now, Dan Dubois is the man who wants to bring the Frontier League to Jackson, Mississippi. This would be the potential Jackson, owner. Jackson, Michigan. Jackson, Michigan. <laughs> maybe that's why you want that. Yeah, right? maybe. Yeah, we maybe have. Jackson, to Michigan. On that one, uh, Dan Dubois is the man who wants to become the owner of this team, and Matt's going to try to put us in contact with him. And I, I, I am welcoming him to the show to state his case. We, as, as some people know we are close with Commissioner Lee and I'm for, I'm for this expansion team I want I think the Frontier League team they, they lost two teams they lost two teams I mean you need to add some more teams you got some new blood new blood I feel like a team in Wisconsin would be a bad idea either we need some, some what do you teams. think about that demo Frontier League team in Wisconsin huh <sighs> you dream come true if we had a team come up to De Pere, I mean what a squad would that be what a squad in Depeer. What would you want to name them?
1: That's tough. The Outlaws. The Depeer Outlaws. I could see it.
2: What a two different... We got a franchise coming to Jackson, a franchise in Depeer. They'd be set. The Frontier League would be set. You, not only do you make a bigger presence in Michigan... The, although you know that might seem as you know encroachment in the Traverse
0: City territory, although, but a new team in Wisconsin, I can get behind that. I can get behind a team in Wisconsin. When we uh, have our dinner with Commissioner Lee during the season at Louisa's in Crestwood, we will uh, definitely bring this up to him. Uh, also, Frontier League opening day, May twelfth, Crestwood Slammers versus Thunderbolts. What day of the week is that? I think it's a Thursday. It's in it a Thursday. I think it's a Thursday. All right, then. We will be in attendance. I no, Thursday's good. left behind. No, Thursday's left behind. I think we will be in attendance. Using our newly christened press passes. Free sure. live reporting. Coming, Bob, coming to any live? comments? We'll see you guys there, May 12th. That's all I've got to say about that. demo. Damo? I think this is it for the episode. We're just yeah. wrapping things up. I'm just excited. It's right around the corner. Excited? It's going to be a great season.
2: Damn. I mean, not much else can be said. I mean, we've covered a lot of issues here. May 12th, the big day for this year. You know, we, we made our picks. We made our predictions. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a tremendous year.
3: Jeremy? Like this country in 2016, I can see the Frontier League becoming great again
0: going to be tremendous that's tremendous <laughs> that's tremendous I couldn't put it any better than myself I'm excited to start this season with you boys I'm excited to cover this league I'm excited for all of it and I'm excited to bring our fans along the way with us because honestly we can't do it without them and we can't thank them enough word to that
3: the fanatics are the reason why we're in the studio today so for all you
0: Frontier League fanatics I'm Jack I'm Bob I'm Nick I'm Dan I'm Jeremy We're signing off